Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. A cloud of dust and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. With his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. I One of the Lone Ranger's most amazing adventures began when a bolt of lightning flashed across the sky and met the earth at the top of Thunder Mountain. A massive rock as large as a house was blasted from the foundation upon which it had rested through the ages. Rolling down the mountain with increasing force, it loosened other rocks and soft shale and the landslide was started. Stagecoach on the trail around the side of Thunder Mountain was trapped with no hope of escape. The boulder struck it squarely, sweeping it off the trail and down the slope into the valley. And the smaller rocks and shale came like a flood. No one knew what had happened to the Butterfield. After several weeks, the search along the trail was given up, and the disappearance of a stagecoach called an unsolved mystery. 
Two months of rainy weather washed away the loose rock that concealed the buried stage, and the first to see it was the Lone Ranger. His nephew, Dan Reed, and his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, helped him dig until he exposed the bodies of the driver and the guard. Gosh, they didn't have a chance. No, they didn't, Dan. Well, we go to town, report finding stage. Yes, Toto. Get our blankets. We'll wrap these men and leave them here for the time being. Uh, are you going to try to find out who they are? Yes, Dan. They'll probably have something in their pockets to identify them. There's uh, something wrapped in oil skin. Oh, it must be important. What is it? A letter. Fate must have brought us to this valley. What do you mean? This letter is addressed to me. Here. Look, Toto, the driver had a letter in his pocket. It's addressed to the padre at the mission. It says on the envelope, please give to the Lone Ranger. Do you know who sent it? Yes, the name's on the envelope. From a friend of ours, a woman we haven't seen for years. And um, who's that? Mustang Mag. Mustang Must Mag? Well, oh, I... golly. Yes, Mag is one of the finest, strongest, and most honest women in the West. Let's see what she has to say. I wonder if Missouri is still working for Mustang Mag. I wonder. Uh... What'd she say? She says the happiness and future success of more than a score of children may depend on us. She wants us to go to her ranch as soon as possible. As soon as possible? Oh, golly! This letter was written three months ago. I wonder if we're too late. Miles away from the valley of the landslide, a gaunt gray horse clattered to a halt in front of a small white house. Oh! A wiry old man wearing a battered black hat and a faded blue denim shirt slid to the ground. His weather-beaten face, nearly concealed by a walrus-like mustache, was red, and his blue eyes fairly sparkled with excitement. Outside, shafts flapped about his skinny legs as he ran shouting toward the door. Mag! Mag! Hey, Mustang Mag! Mag, I got it! Look out! that letter you wrote. What letter are you talking about? The last letter I wrote was before Christmas. Yeah, that's the one, Mag. The one asking the Lone Ranger to come here. He's coming. The next time I trust you with a letter I... What did you say? He's coming, Mag. The Lone Ranger and Tonto and someone else is with him. I spotted him coming over the hill. Great day in the morning. Why didn't you tell me? Well, I was... There he comes. Look and see for yourself. My sakes alive, I'm that glad. I'd begun to give up hope. Mag, would you just as leave put that skillet back on the stove before he gets here? He might think he meant to mash my head with it. We'll go outside to meet him. Hi there! You shut up! But, Mag... I mean that dog. Quiet! Hello, Mag. Steady, big fellow. Yes, sir. Hey, it's good to see you. You too, Missouri. My <laughs> sakes alive, if you're not a sight for sore eyes, come in here and let an old woman shake your hand. <laughs> and you too, Tonto. Oh. And Dan, it's good to see you again. Thank you, ma'am. Meg, we just found your letter a few days ago on the dead body of a stage driver who'd been trapped in a landslide. You mean the stage that got lost in Thunder Mountain? Yes, Meg. What was he doing in his pocket? Why, well, I want it in the mail sack. I'll, I'll take the horses over to the corral. You wait a minute. 
Didn't you mail that letter? Well, I... Uh, Mag, I lost the money you oh. gave me for the postage, and the driver of the stage being a friend of oh, mine... Oh, Mag, uh, Mag, are we too late to help the children you mentioned? No, son, you're not too late. And I'll tell you all about them over a pitcher of milk and a batch of fresh-made cookies. Come on inside. Thank you, Mag. Where you can reach them, Dan. Just wait in. Golly, they sure look good. Now, about them 20 youngsters. They're the ones that went to Liz Martin's school. Uh, Did you ever know Liz Martin? I think I've seen her, Meg. Isn't she a little old gray-haired lady weighing about 90 pounds? She was. Was? Liz always reminded me of a mouse. But by thunder, she sure died like a fighting Mustang. She did? Yep. You see, the school caught fire from the stove. Liz got all the youngsters out, and while she was standing watching the fire, she counted noses and come out one short. Bobby Burton was still inside. By then, the building was a mass of flames, but that didn't stop Liz. She went hog-wild, dashing in through the smoke and fire and found the boy trapped in a corner. She whopped off her jacket, covered Bobby's head with it, and got him in outside. A crowd had gathered around, and... When Liz saw that the boy was safe, she keeled over in a faint, never-come-conscious. The excitement was more than a heart could stand. country like this makes wonderful people. It does that. Then it's up to the people that are here to make it the right kind of country for the youngsters that are growing up. Now, these kids need another school and another teacher, and Bobby Burton's paw hoped to provide both. How's that? He died soon after the fire. He left a will making me what you call a trustee and leaving half interest in a gold mine, profits from said mine to go for educating the young'uns in these parts. But there's just one hitch. What's that? The mine has got to be found. Didn't Burton leave any instructions? Yep, and the partner. The uh, uh, instructions won't mean nothing till you find the partner. Uh, Let me tell you about the papers Burton left. Uh, Yes. In fact, I'll show you them. I got him right here. I suppose you might call it a map, but it's the doggondest map you ever seen. Well, let me see it. This is labeled the Enchanted Hills. Yeah. I know where they are. Enchanted Hills, northeast frontier town. That won't help much. These are the Union Pacific Railroad tracks. And this X is right beside the bridge. That's not where the gold claim is. What do all these numbers mean? That's what you got to find out. You see, Burton and his partner fixed up this map. Burton's partner has got some of the doggone fanciest inventions. What kind of invention? Oh, it's supposed to be an invention as great as a clock or a compass. Whatever it is, it's, it's used with them numbers. Uh, you got to find Burton's partner and get his invention. Then you can find the gold mine. And then there'll be a new school. Oh, we hope so, Dan. Mag, what's the name of Burton's partner? Joe Jolly. And that's all I can tell you about him. It ain't much to go on. And the West is awful big. Well, we'll start our search, Mag. Do our best. The Lone Ranger organized his search, sending Tonto in one direction and Dan Reed in another to inquire at towns and villages, army camps, and Indian settlements. Joe Jolly, 
I never heard of him. Nobody of that name ever booked passage on this stage line. Sorry I can't help you, Sonny, but I never heard of Joe Jolly. And I've been in charge of this here post office for a good many years. It was a discouraging search for all three as the weeks went by. But finally, the masked man's perseverance was crowned with success when he met a traveling salesman. Oh, Joe Jolly? Yes, sir, I know him. He runs a branding iron shop in Frontier Town. <laughs> He's quite a character. How's that? Well, he calls himself an inventor. His branding iron shop is chucked full of the doggones assorting the gadgets you ever saw. Joe can make anything out of metal. He's got fancy locks, burglar alarms. Hey, 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 hey where you going? The Frontier Town, oh. city, big fella. Monsilver! Frontier Town, a man and woman stood in front of the branding iron shop. As soon as that customer comes out, Annie, you going in. Listen, Slade, I'm not afraid to go through with our plans, but I don't want to risk my neck for nothing. What do you mean, for nothing? Are you dead sure Joe Jolly's got a lot of cash? Well, I know he has. Been saving it for five years to develop some new invention. Maybe we'd do better if we stole that. We'll take his cash and be satisfied. Thanks, Joe. Here comes a customer. Oh, I know. Go on in the front door and I'll go around the rear. You'll have to take care of anyone who comes into the store while I take care of Joe Jolly. Right. Top of the morning to you, Missy. Well, I reckon you're a stranger in Frontier Town. Uh, I want to talk about a branding iron. Yes, ma'am. That's my business. Step right in. Now then, Miss, what can I do for you? Hey, Joe. Joe Jolly, come back here, will you? Sakes alive, there's someone in the back room. Excuse me a minute, miss. Don't recognize the voice. Wonder who it could be. Say, mister, what are you doing here? The door for strangers is at the front. I come on a special errand. What? A gun. Now, see here, mister, you fire that thing in here and the whole town will be on your neck. I don't have to fire it. I'll use it this way. That'll take care of you. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
continue our story. After learning that Joe Jolly lived in Frontier Town, the Lone Ranger met Dan Reed and Tonto and started for the community southwest of the Enchanted Hills. They made camp, and the Lone Ranger replaced his mask with a disguise. It was just before noon when he reined up the hitch rail in front of Jolly's branding iron shop. The woman known as Anna saw him and called to her accomplice in the back room. Hey, Slade, come out here a minute. Anna, I told you not to bother me. Still looking for Jolly's money. Stop looking for that for a minute and look out front. I think that man who just tied his horse is coming in. Yeah. Yeah, you go in back and keep an eye on Jolly. Thought you took care of him. I parted his hair with my gun barrel, but he might recover consciousness. If he does... Slug him again. Watch out. That tall man is coming in here. Go on. Get him back. Well, good morning, mister. Are you the proprietor of this shop? Who else do you expect to find here? Is your name Joe Jolly? Sure. I've come a long way to find you, Jolly. Yeah? You and a man named Burton shared ownership of a gold mine. You say we shared it. Don't we still share? Well, Burton is dead. He left his interest in the property to the community so a school might be built and supported. <laughs> Generous of Burton. I've uh, brought a map with me. You'll have to decode it. You have the map all right, but how do I know you didn't steal it? I've brought a copy of Burton's will. Also a letter from the woman who's trustee. You could have stolen those, too. Perhaps you'd better go to the lawyer's office and talk it over with him. Now, perhaps that won't be necessary. You can tell me you're on the level by telling me how this code is supposed to operate. These numbers are to be interpreted through one of your inventions. What invention? I'm sorry, Jolly, I don't know. All I know about it is that it's supposed to be an instrument as important as a clock or compass. Well... <laughs> What makes you think I have an invention such as that, hmm? Haven't you? I might have. Suppose you tell me more about it. I gotta be satisfied that I'm dealing with the right man. Meanwhile, let me look at that map, hmm? Uh, here... I, uh... By the way, Jolly, did you do all the iron work in this shop? Oh, yes, of course I did. Look, you're gonna hand me that map? No. What? Look at your hands. Hands? What's the matter with them? They're not the hands of an iron worker. What do you mean by that? It's your turn to do some convincing. I want proof that you're Joe Jolly. Why, oh, you... Who's back there? That's none of your business. Now, get him up. Oh, you want gunplay? I don't. Why, you... Now, we'll leave your gun on the floor. Come on. You're going into the back room with me. We'll see who's back there. Let me go. Do you hear? Let me go. Straight ahead. Any bullets that are directed toward me will have to go through you first. Now, open that door. Who are you? I'm Jolly. I was slugged. Oh, my head. What do you know about this? I'm not answering any questions. There were two of them. That man, also a girl. She went out the back door when she heard you coming. She's getting away. So you're Joe Jolly. I, I am. Does the name Burton mean anything to you? Joe? My partner. Did he send you here? How did you find me? Where is Burton? You're the man I want to see. You and I have a lot to discuss. While the Lone Ranger tied Slade's hands and feet, Joe Jolly fully recovered from the knockout blow and listened to the masked man's story of Liz Martin's heroic death and Burton's will. So Burton is dead, huh? 
I'm sure sorry to hear that. Didn't you know where to find him? No, we discovered the gold mine a long time ago. We drew up an agreement and fixed a chart so that neither of us could find it without the other. Then I went east to try to raise cash, and Burton went up north to get the girl he'd left behind. And you didn't meet again? No, I was gone longer than I figured on. I come back to where we was to meet, Burton wasn't there. Uh-huh. I hung around for a time and figured he'd been killed. He likely figured the same about me. But, uh, come on out front. I'll show you how to read that map showing the location of the gold mine. Right. But, uh, better shut the door to the back room. There. Now, mister, before I show you how to read that map, I've got to be sure of something. Well? I like your style. I feel inclined to trust you in spite of that mask. But I've got to be sure I'm making no mistake. Joe, I was only... uh, Wait. A year or so ago, a masked man rode into Frontier Town on a horse as white as the one that's tied to the hitch rail. He did a lot to help Sheriff Two-Gun Taylor. Yes? They called him the Lone Ranger. I heard of him, but I never got to see him. Maybe I'm seeing him now. Hmm? But the silver bullet helped by Godfrey, that does it. Two-gun tailors got one just like it. Now we're set to go ahead. Where's that man? Right here. Well, spread her out on the county. Mm-hmm. Doggone, I gave up hoping to see this. Look at her. It's a simple piece of drawing, but Tad Raddick, she's the lead to a lot of gold. You can read the map? Yes, sir. That's where my invention comes in. I'm going to show you the invention. Good. And save enough cash to try and put her on the market. But here it is. Hmm. Not much larger than a watch or a compass. That's right. And it's something like both. You see, a watch measures time, a compass shows direction. My invention shows distance. Distance? That's right. Now, listen to a word. I hook it on my belt, so. Uh-huh. Now I move. Hear it clicking? Yes. It works without winding up. It's always ready to show how far a man has traveled. Oh, I see. It clicks once for every stride. But here on the face, these figures change the number of strides into miles. And all you got to do is watch this while you're walking. You can see the numbers change, showing how far you've traveled. I call her a pedometer. Pedometer? Yeah. Now as to the map of the gold mine. You see these numbers? Yes. Starting right here where we mark this X. Mm -hmm. You walk due east. That's what the letter E means. Uh-huh. Go east and watch the pedometer till she shows this here number. Then turn north, northeast, and walk again. Watching the pedometer. Right. All you've got to know is the length of your stride. Joe, let's take that would-be thief to the sheriff and go after your gold mine. Right. There's no use waiting for someone to get the sheriff. We'll deliver that thief ourselves. I reckon he was after the cash I've been saving up. <laughs> but with the gold mine, I can really do things with my invention. Joe, look. What? He's gone. Here are the ropes. They were cut. Doggone, the girl must have come back through the rear door and cut him loose. I should have thought of that. I wonder how long ago he got free. He hasn't been gone long. Maybe he overheard what we were saying. Maybe he knows we're after a gold mine. I think he does. Why do you say that? He slipped away without making an effort to find your savings. He might have done that because he's after something bigger. Then the sooner we get to that claim, the better. Yes. I'll get a horse saddle right away. Have to get one from the livery stable. Get two. Two? What for? You've got a horse. I've got to send Silver on another errand. Well, I don't, Sammy. 
Get those horses while I write a note. Joe Jolly obeyed. He hurried to the livery stable, waited while two strong horses were saddled, and returned to his shop. He saw the masked man at Silver's side. I'm fastening a note to the saddle. Yeah, so I see, but I Silver, don't... you're to go to Tonto. Understand, boy? Tonto! Hey, he acts like he's happy is what you say. All right, Silver. On your way, boy. Go on, Silver! Well, I'll be doggone. Is that horse heading for your Indian friend? Yes, and we're heading for your gold mine. Steady, easy boy. <laughs> Lead the way, Joe. Get up! Come on, boy! The trip to Point X on the map took several hours. It was late afternoon when the Lone Ranger and Joe Jolly reached the tracks of the Union Pacific, located the stone marker near the bridge, and set out on foot with the pedometer. Joe watched the counter on the small instrument. The Lone Ranger watched a compass to keep the bearings straight. The land was rugged, hilly, and rocky. Now we stop. Another turn? No, we should be right on the spot. Me and Burton marked the place with a slab of flat rock. But a landslide or the rains or something washed a lot of dirt over this ground, hit the slab. I've looked for it a dozen times, but never found it. If your pedometer is accurate, you should be very close to the place. Well, I'll do a little scratching around here. Well, I'll help you. Quick! My spades hit something. Give me a hand. I think I got it. Right. Here's the rock. That's it. That's it. Give me a hand. We'll turn it over. All right, come on. There. This is it. You see that scratching on the bottom of the rock? Yes. Right here's where we found the gold. Cover. Get him up, both of you. The thief. And the girl, too. Don't move, mister. I can shoot. So you followed us. That's right, mister. We can make good use of a gold mine. You unreclaimed jumpers, you won't get away with this. Oh, yes, we will. This ground hasn't been staked. Free to the man who stakes his claim. Yes, well, wait till I tell the law how you come to my shop. No, you and the masked man won't tell the law anything. Because dead men don't talk. You plan to shoot us? What do you think? I think you'd do for a surprise. Yeah? You see, I fastened a message to my saddle. My horse took that message to a friend. And he's followed you while you were following Joe and me. Oh, well... (laughs) Where is this friend of yours? He's right here. Hey, what the hell? Hey, he's gone. That's the stump you knocked him sprawling. Hold your fire, Toto. Hey, go. Go. Not on your life. Duggling won't help you. I guess you're right. I give up. Uh, you showed good judgment. Well, looks like your friend is going to sleep for quite a spell. You sure hit him, mister. Wasn't the time to pull punches. Good work, Toto. Help me see Silver gallop along the river. Me know something wrong. Me find message on saddle. So that's why you sent your horse away. Yes, Joe. Gosh, what a horse that critter is. Joe, you and Tonto had better take the prisoners to town. I'll go to camp and get Dan Reed. Right. Then we'll send word to Mustang Mag and tell her she can start planning the new school. Steady. Easy with a big fella. One silver. What chance is an ordinary crook against a man like that? No chance, lady. He's the Lone Ranger.
The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. Incorporated.